Hi there, and welcome to Caught Looking, Sinkhole's limited run podcast on all things baseball. I'm Eric Firstman, editor of Sinkhole, here again with baseball doyen Andrew Forbes, who, if you're not aware, writes a biweekly column for Sinkhole we're calling Go, Go, Eat Your Rope. Uh, it is, and I'm not exaggerating, nor am I biased in any way, the best baseball column in the history of the world. This week's dispatch takes a decidedly melancholic turn as Andrew brings us some bad news about our baseball Gilgamesh, Ichiro Suzuki, and uh, that's actually where I want to start. So let's hear the bad news. Can I first say a very sincere thank you for calling me a doyen? First time, first time that term has ever been applied to me. So where things stand, technically speaking, pretty much where they were the last time we spoke, a couple of weeks back. Ichiro is still a member of the Seattle Mariners. Ichiro is still getting uh, spot starts here and there. He's not playing every day. But uh, the news that is uh, important to relay is that the Mariners basically had a choice to make. Uh, They had a log jam. They had five outfielders, maybe even six, and they needed to decide who was going to – have to move aside to make room. For the first several weeks of the season, Ichiro was sharing time in left field with a younger player named Guillermo Heredia. It is safe to say at this point that Guillermo Heredia is the best defensive outfielder in the Seattle Mariners organization. He's also been hitting better than Ichiro. But uh, just over a week ago, I think it was uh, a week ago Sunday, uh, Guillermo Heredia was sent down to AAA Tacoma to continue to play his trade in the minor leagues. Ichiro Suzuki stayed on the big league roster. Um, Ben Gamble, who was the player that Ichiro was prominently brought in to spell off while Gamble was injured in spring training and for the first several weeks of the season, is back and is capable of playing at the major league level. Uh, And yet Ichiro still has one of those coveted 25 spots on the roster of the Seattle Mariners. This has led, rather uncomfortably, to some ill will among a number of Seattle Mariners fans and some of the media that cover them, some of the bloggers that devote their time to talking about the Seattle Mariners, and uh, it's gotten a little bit uh, difficult to watch. So the Mariners were on a 10-game road swing, and they are now headed home, and there was talk among some people who follow the team closely, that perhaps if there was a plan, it was to get through that 10-game road trip, get Ichiro home, possibly give him a chance to face Shohei Otani, who we spoke about last time on the podcast in the last column, uh, as the Angels will be visiting during the next uh, series, not the current series that the Americans are playing during the week, but next weekend, uh, give them a chance to have kind of a nice moment, possibly announce something in the way of Ichiro's retirement, possibly, and then have him make a kind of a dignified exit. Um, Yeah, so those are the facts. And actually, your column, in your column, what's so interesting about it is you don't just talk about the facts, you talk about it's called sense of an ending. And and, and what what it's about is when should Ichiro go and when does he know when 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 does that awareness come in how do endings happen you you mentioned ken griffey jr and it's such an interesting question because thinking about 
most of the sports figures that I love um, and have loved, that's been the case every time, pretty much. No one has ever gone out on top. Everyone has sort of lingered and lingered and lingered until their skills have deteriorated. And then it's almost like they're sort of apologetically pushed out by the organization or they leave in shame or something like that. So I was hoping you could talk a little bit about that aspect of the column. That's it. Uh, the The thing that we count on our sports heroes to do is to compete ferociously and to, you know, and to operate with a, with a fire burning within them that cannot be extinguished. And yet there comes a time when their physical skills deteriorate to a point where we need to extinguish that fire within them, because as as seems to be the case with Ichiro, their presence on, on, a, on a team is no longer compatible compatible with the team's stated goal of winning games, in this case, baseball games. And it's happened, as you say, with most of our our big name players, because they do have that desire to keep going and keep pushing. And in baseball, as with just about every other, well, with every other sport, uh, it is imperative that a player or an athlete believe that whatever doldrums they're in, whatever slump they're facing, can be gotten out of. In basketball, a shooter needs to keep shooting. In baseball, a player just needs to keep showing up and keep grinding it out, and eventually they will pull themselves out of that slump. You know, they're just one good afternoon away from getting it all back again. And they have spent their entire athletic career believing that. And yet, time being what it is, the implacable uh, enemy that it is, eventually there comes a time when it's not coming back. And the question is, and there is no right answer to this or easy answer. Whose job is it to know that? And how do we know definitively? You know, in the column, I mentioned the fact that all of this is swirling around Ichiro. Um, and then on the, you know, a week ago Sunday when Heredia was sent down, basically confirming that Ichiro, at least for the next 10 days, was going to have a roster spot with the, with the Mariners. Ichiro responded by going out and having a great afternoon. He walked twice, which he doesn't do very often, um, and he went two for three. So it's difficult to know when someone is actually done. And uh, as you say, the, the case that I cite in the column is that of Ken Griffey Jr., who really is one of the best baseball players ever to have laced him up. And um, and he stayed on a year too long. You know, there was a time that would have been the right time for him to go, but it was so tempting to him and to everyone watching him to see if he could repeat that one more time. And it turned out that he couldn't, and it did not end in storybook fashion. So it didn't, as I say, it didn't, it didn't end like the movie version of The Natural. It ended like more like the film version. No, more like the novel version of The Natural. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a little heartbreaking to watch. It actually reminds me of um, when I was a little kid and uh, my coaches would all say, um, like when we were conditioning or when we were doing trainings or something like that, you would say, just one more. They would say, just one more. You always have one more than you think you have. And I think that all of the great athletes have absorbed that message as well. And so they're sort of, I, part of me wonders if a lot of these athletes, because they have to have seen it, they have to have some awareness of it if they're just resigned to this way of ending things? 
I think too that you know 99 out of 100 cases don't end well but that the one of those 100 that does uh, you know off the top of my head I think of David Ortiz in his last year with the Red Sox he had a great season he was knocking doubles like crazy he didn't look like a guy who should have you know uh, gently nudged off stage and in fact people were saying you know are you going to stick around based on this performance are you going to stick around another year but he had the wisdom to say, no, no, I'm, you know, I said I was done and I'm done. So I think that, I think that, you know, athletes are normal and they're, they're humans and they see, I mean, they're superhumans in some case, but they see, they place a lot more stock in the good example than they do in the bad. So what do you think is going to happen in the next couple of weeks? You know, and, and I'm torn here. There's a, there's a, there's a great conflict within me because I want to see things end on the best note possible. But I would also love for Ichiro to be in the lineup in a couple of weeks when I see the Mariners in Toronto. <laughs> I've got, you know, I've got good seats, and I'm hoping that he's going to be there. But um, I don't know. I, you know what? I really don't have an answer to this. I've been racking my brain thinking about it. You know, I still there's still a part of me that hopes that some miracle will occur, something miraculous, some hopeful thing that he, you know, all of a sudden he goes on a tear and bumps his average up to 300 and starts stealing bases and making catches like that one where he climbed the wall, you know, second game of the season. But I think realistically that's not in the cards. And my hope is that he is somehow um, brought to this wisdom. And, uh, um, and the Mariners stage a very, very fond send-off for him. And he probably finds a place I expect after that if he's still interested in playing baseball as I expect he is I think he's somebody who's going to want to play baseball until he can't walk anymore um you know perhaps a team in the NPB in Japan will have a place for him um and he can kind of do his victory lap there yeah and uh yeah I hope that happens because we need it for the column right <laughs> there's lots of material one way or the other don't worry got pages and notes don't worry we're fine there Unless, unless this is going to be a case of me not recognizing that things are over and you having to somehow <laughs> gently <laughs> push me off. Yeah, it's just you know. got a little bit meta for a second. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, I think that's all the questions I have for you. Okay. So thank you so much, Andrew. Always a pleasure. Thank yeah, you so much. And uh, thanks to everybody who's listening, all three of you out there. Um, we'll be back in a couple weeks, I think, maybe yeah. three weeks, two weeks, three weeks, something like that. We never know our schedule. If we don't, we don't schedule things. We're very spontaneous <laughs> about this baseball column. So no, we've been regular so far. We've say. been regular so far, sort of just randomly. But, uh, <laughs> again, you know, we all regress to the mean here. So, uh, yeah. Thanks again, Andrew. Thanks again for, for, for those of you tuning in and, uh, we'll, uh, We'll catch you again in a couple weeks. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye.